10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. So, uh, Bamboo Shoots and Pirates of these, huh? Yep. Cool. Hey, hello. Whoa. And... Hello, everybody, and welcome! And welcome. Welcome! Welcome to another episode of Post Credits, our live show that we do every Saturday night at 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. The only show on the internet that uses Mountain Standard Time. Yeah. Maybe, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, it's... The time limit, or not time limit, time zone we're stuck in, so it's what we know. Yeah. It's all we know. It's all we have. It's the time limit. Hey. Hey, Salt Mine. Long What's time caller, first time listener again. Wait, what? <laughs> That's not how that works I just want to make, I just exactly make a complaint. Works. I got to make a complaint. <laughs> oh, Sam, you're real loud. You're super loud. Oh. Am I? Yeah. Sorry. Um... I don't know why, because I'm just using the same thing. It's probably our fault. It might be. Um, Still there? So, long-time yeah, caller, first-time listener, what did you have to complain about? Um, well, you guys have bad, bad taste in things, okay? But I'm just kidding. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair. Um, I get told that every single week that I have bad taste in things. Yeah, Shreya has <laughs> on many occasions told me that. I often tell everybody how bad their taste is in things. Yeah. Uh, Sam, by the way, you also have bad taste in things. I have really good taste in things. Clearly um, people not from the episode recorded today. People just don't have an appreciation for the good things that I like. <laughs> oh, you just mean bad things? They don't appreciate bad things you like is what you're saying? But you know what? I forgive E. <laughs> just e e is a sweet innocent soul <laughs> meanwhile me and dry should know better yeah you should know better. Than I, did. <laughs> I did give a higher ranking than him <laughs> so I for should context know better. for people that are listening we just did a podcast on a movie that's beloved beloved mm-hmm. by most people that have good taste. <laughs> it's, put, it's put up there with the classics like uh, The Shining. It uh, is. Vincent Kane, Ed and Eddie's Big Picture Show. All yes. The big ones. <laughs> it is. It's like just right behind Ed, Ed and Eddie's Big Picture Show, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, you know what? I also gave Ed and Eddie's Big Picture Show a pretty mediocre ranking. <laughs> well, the ranking with them. Honestly, they gave like I a six or a seven. Yeah, yeah, that's better than I was expecting. Hey, you know what? Way better than Suspiria. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Which is a movie we watched this week. Yeah, I hope I hope you get more angry emails and comments than anything that has to do with Star Wars. <laughs> I'd be we will see. Honestly, Star Wars people are the. I feel if we start getting angry emails, it's gonna be because of Star Wars. Like it just kind of has. I'm gonna to be. say something that's gonna upset. <laughs> everyone i'll be like this movie is okay and everyone's gonna be mad yeah <laughs> like empire and you're like i guess it's fine i don't know yeah, and then people like, are like how dare you it is a beloved movie have some fucking respect and, and other people other, are like yeah. that movie's garbage you should treat it like garbage and like both of them are just gonna be going towards you yeah. 
And then I'm just like, you're all fucking garbage. Fuck you. <laughs> you just do that every day, though. It doesn't even need to be about something. You just think we're all garbage anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was I too harsh, though? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what I mean, edits it to see how he <laughs> changes up. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be a bitch to edit. <laughs> just gonna be me saying how bad it is for like an hour and a half and then i'm gonna edit in sam being like you know yep. i think so bad you bad <laughs> and me wrong and that's all sam's <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna edit every single person just to agree with every, yep. every single time i go yeah mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying that every single time you say this movie's bad it's like yeah mm-hmm yeah. <laughs> and just, like, uh, just cut everyone's rating tort to him. So I'll be like, you know, I thought it was three out of ten. <laughs> I think the movie was like, oh, we started at three <laughs> out of ten. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, it was a podcast only rivaled by Rashomon and how much people were angry. Yeah, there is a lot of salt in that episode, too. There was, a, like, I think there was a straight minute of us just not talking and staring at each other, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same thing with Rashomon. I remember there was one time we were silent and I looked and saw, like, how much time there was left because I just didn't want to argue with you guys anymore. <laughs> and I realized we needed to, like, pad some more time. And so you can, I don't know if I edit it out, but I just clearly go, because I realize I still have to try to defend this movie, even though like I know I'm not going to get nowhere with it. I literally think at one point I actually <laughs> told you in the Rashomon episode, like, Robbie, like, I'm not attacking you. Like, it fucking feels like it. How much longer do we fucking have? Yeah, there probably was. <laughs> That's how I felt, too. I know how you feel now. <laughs> yeah. But, nice. like, I, I don't want to, like, I don't want to get mad about it, because, like, I know there's no point to it. I mean, it's one of those things, because, like, Despite the fact that we'll fight over like how much we like something, you know, you're allowed to like something that we don't like and we're allowed to like something that you don't like. And so like it's just it's just opinions. That's all it really is. And However, some... we get very heated about our opinions sometimes. And some people's opinions are more right than others. <laughs> like mine. Mine are always just more right than others, Ryan's these... opinions. <laughs> why these episodes don't go anywhere, because this is what happens, is we'll be like, whatever, <laughs> it's fine. And then either... you'll just be like, yeah, but you know, some people are wrong. And it's like, ah! <laughs> yeah, it's but you know, you are opinion. wrong, and it's not even opinion. It's that you're just like a shit. <laughs> just a shit. Opinions. Yeah, well, some opinions count more than others. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> well. Yeah. Uh, we, we watch stuff. We watch stuff right before we, we came. Them. Yeah, <laughs> right before we came on to record this, we watched episode five of the Watchmen series. Yeah, which it uh, it's a good series. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, like, um, there were some reactions out of you guys from this episode that I didn't expect. Like you were both like very vocal, like, oh, oh holy shit. Yeah, like it's one of those like the shit's getting more serious on the show. Like I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> um, uh, Nick Dog, uh, Robbie likes Rashomon. I thought it was okay. Triad did not like Washington. Yeah, yeah, which I guess I should introduce everybody yeah. here, right? Hi, I'm Dry Archuleta, joined by E. Hello. And Robbie. Hello. And then Sam on the other end of the call. But yeah. Hey. I absolutely <laughs> loved Rashomon. Like, I thought it was a great movie. And then I showed it to Dry and E, thinking that they would love it as much as I did. And E was like, yeah, like, it's good. Like, yeah, there's some parts like- that are entertaining, and it was okay. And then Dry would, like, 
point out something that he thought that they did poorly and then he would or be like yeah i guess they did do that poorly too and so like i went on this whole big rant of like both of you hate this movie fuck yeah. both of you and the like jo- yeah the joke is always that i get loved in because of just kind of the energy of that episode <laughs> and i usually just get upset because yeah. i'm just getting uh, he, in. yeah i was gonna say because i <laughs> or because like the way that i say it too he gets really mad about that but I like know. i loved it he thought it was okay dry didn't like that movie <laughs> Nick Dog says, "Those of you who didn't like it are wrong. Cars are, are circles. Yeah, yeah, cars are circles. Um, but Watchmen. I just fucking done with Watchmen. There's just so much salt tonight. Jesus. You know, I'm just done because it, it's just a never-ending. Yeah, cycle. It, it just turns into this big old cycle of it. Like, <laughs> but, and nothing against you, Nick Dog. Like, it is completely understandable. Like you coming in. Um, he has zero feelings of Watchmen. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I." Like, it's nothing against you. It's just kind of like we had a whole episode that was just kind of this constant back and forth. And then this episode we had this week was kind of a constant back and forth. I've just, uh, I just want to talk about stuff we enjoyed. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to go and uh, listen to the outrage of Rashomon, you are more than welcome. I think it's like episode 30 or something like that. Yeah, it's in our backlog. You can find it. Yeah, yeah. If you want to hear me get super angry, like that was that episode. But I've gotten over it since then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For yeah. the most um, part. And if you want to hear anger from me, uh, check out next week, <laughs> next week's yeah. episode. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Be fair, anyway, Watchmen did really well because apparently, like, despite the fact that we don't like to argue on the podcast, uh, apparently the episodes where we argue with each other do well. The internet loves that. It. Upsets. <laughs> like, I'm still upset that the Family Guy episode was one of our most popular episodes for a while because I feel like that kind of didn't represent how I usually am on the podcast. That's very fair. Well. You're usually not that vocally angry about yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. And it, but uh, Watchmen, like we said, we watched the fifth episode this week. Yes. Uh, and it starts off so fucking strong. I love this episode. Spoilers for Watchmen, by the way. If you haven't watched it and you're interested, uh, go check it out. It's on yeah. HBO, HBO Max, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, it starts off so strong with showing the aftermath of the squid attack. Yes. And I, I said it while we watched, but this honestly did that way better than the entire Watchmen movie. A lot of the Watchmen show does almost everything way yeah, better than the Watchmen yeah. movie. Which the Watchmen movie isn't bad or anything, just like coming off of the comics. Kinda, right. Maybe a little. Yeah. Um, I think that was actually Nick Dog says, new question if you're watching the Watchmen, who is watching you? I think that might have actually been the title of the episode or something like that. <laughs> something dumb like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but if we're watching the Watchmen, you're watching us watch the Watchmen. You're or listening, listening to us watch the Watchmen be watched. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> a Watchmen could watch Watchmen. How many Watchmen would a Watchmen yeah, watch? Yeah, a Watchmen could watch watch Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, this episode starts off strong and it mostly follows Mirror Mask. Mm-hmm. Or Mirror uh, Looking Glass. Looking, looking glass. glass. Yeah. yeah. Mirror um, Mask, that um, Neil Gaiman film? <laughs> no. Although I would kind of love to bring that onto the show at some point or yeah. just show it to anybody because that movie's <laughs> god awful actually. It's <laughs> so weird. Actually the CG is so fucking bad and there's like this so horrible bad. like jazz soundtrack to it. It's like if well, you I wouldn't say it's horrible it's just watching not that, good. You would have a horrible bad trip. Like yeah. no doubt about it. That sounds like this old Flash <laughs> game I played sometime back. Back when Flash was still a thing. Yeah well it's not a thing anymore. Yeah. One year ago. There's <laughs> In just a few years, there will be children on the internet who don't know what Flash is. Yeah, that's already true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, also, all of those, basically every Flash thing has been preserved, fortunately. Yeah. yeah. 
which I'm really glad about that, which uh, some of the things that you can actually go to, I, I can't think of the name of it right now. I'll have to look it up, but there are like ways that people have been preserving it. Like you can actually go back and um, they have websites where you can actually just like download all these old games yeah. and like donate towards it. Well, the main and with donating towards it, it actually goes towards the people who made those old iconic flash games. Yeah. yeah. The main one I'll just show is that uh, the main one I use personally is called a uh, flashpoint. Uh, it's backlog. I think is like, God, I can't like 80 gigabytes. Holy shit. I can believe it. That's a lot of flash games. The cool thing they have, the newest versions just are kind of connected online. So you just download it whenever you choose the game, which huh. means you don't have to download like an 80 gigabyte R- file. Yeah. 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 Interesting. What was it again? Uh, Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Flashpoint Infinity, I believe, is the name of the version I used. Cool. Yeah. But there's. I, I, I'm gonna have to look it up. I know there's that one. The main one that I know of is a Newgrounds actually has a a Flash emulator mm-hmm. on their thing, wherever you can actually download that. And then I think it's called Ruffle. No, it's just called a uh, uh, Newgrounds player. Okay. But uh, <laughs> it's on their like website. Ruffle if you go on like if you go on Newgrounds, they have the Newgrounds player, and you can just download it for free. And then anything that you want to watch or play on Newgrounds, it just goes through their emulator. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really cool that people like knew in advance to start like. Yeah. Give an ample time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not, like it was... if if Flash just like stopped one day, there that would be the issue. Right. But right, like yeah. they're like Adobe was like, hey, we're just gonna fucking stop using Flash in <laughs> HTML, a year. HTML five are is dominating everything now, and nobody uses Flash anymore. So we're just gonna get yeah. rid of it you have a, about a year, year and a half to do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. Which is good that they gave that. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, let's say a giant publisher and distributor, Sony, oh, cop Sony, um, <laughs> being like, hey, you got three months, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Anyway, but Watchmen. <laughs> Watchmen! Watchmen. <laughs> uh, yes, so this episode gets into Looking Glass's backstory. Yeah. Yeah, which is really cool, and you get to see like how he was affected by the psychic blast, and like that the psychic blast had an effect on people, actually. Yes. Which is that, really fun. Yeah, showing That's... people who have the PTSD along with it, or along with mm-hmm. just the paranoia and fear and anxiety of uh, extraterrestrial attacks happening in the future. Yeah. Right. Because that's the big thing. Because the Watchmen is essentially ending, like, I guess, spoiler. I f- you watched the movie, so you know yeah. that's where it ends. But <laughs> Watchmen ends on that point, essentially. Yeah. So you don't really get to see the aftermath of what that means for the world. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of one of the more fun things about the Watchmen show is because it starts you off with like not really being very Watchmen. Yeah, and it slowly through the series, and it's just one season, introduces more Watchmen stuff. And I think by this episode, it is so unmistakably Watchmen. Yeah, right. Like, I, the first couple of times, if you listen to us when we watched it, that was kind of my main thing. So I was like, yeah, it's all right, but it doesn't feel like Watchmen. Like this is definitely, like you said, unmistakably this is a continuation of Watchmen. Yeah, and I think one that's done so well, honestly. And, like, na- imagining now, like, with hindsight, I can't imagine another way to keep that story going, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, which, there's only four episodes left, yeah. so we'll have this done in about a month's time. Uh, maybe a month and a half. Yeah, depending <laughs> on what movies we watch. Yeah. yeah. Also, counting if we uh, end up recording late for another episode again, because... Right. We would have been further along if it wasn't for the. There's a couple episodes that went a little bit long in the tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes I just went home. Yeah, yeah. That's sometimes he's like, "Hey, you know what? Fuck this. I'm tired. I'm going to sleep." <laughs> he's like, he has a better 
understanding of himself than I do. Cause sometimes I'll fall asleep in the middle of recording something. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, I'll, I'll per- persevere. I'll keep going forward. And he's like, yeah, I'm tired. I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick says all I know about the Watchmen shows, the guy sliding down the storm tree. That part's great. It still hasn't been explained. Yeah. Part of, <laughs> part of me hopes they never explain I it. I kind of hope they don't either. Like, it's just a weird thing. Cause that's Watchmen is like stuff like that just happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, that part's really great. Yeah. yeah that part so is silly. pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like this one, it's very much a serious episode. It deals, like I said, with a lot of the emotional turmoil that happened with this uh, psychic squid attack and how there's like almost AA group or support meeting groups of it. Yeah. Uh, even people who were born afterwards who like just kind of inherited the fear from their parents, which, which I, is I really like that because I actually they have done studies. And that is the thing with things such as PTSD, where you can oh, inherit that from your parents. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people who are really paranoid about things like that. Uh, for who have parents who you know served in the military and had PTSD and just kind of inherited that on their children because the children didn't know any better they were just following what their parents did and you know whether it goes to that or you know parents who were drug abusers or just regular abusers and stuff like that and how that just kind of went on into the children but that's a very small part but I do love that they actually put that into Mm -hmm. the episode and like along with like he's kind of trying to like pretend like he's okay uh, while facing everybody else but you see him by himself and you see what his true colors are with it right. and how he's probably more scared than everybody else is and taking more measures to try to keep safe from some or from the psychic attack and stuff like that and how it's just affecting him mentally and how it has been affecting him mentally for the past 30 years yeah uh something that i really like about um this episode the next episode and i'm pretty sure the episode after that is that they all basically go deep into one character's story before really continuing the story of what the show has been setting up. Mm-hmm. And it gives you so much context for the last episode. Um, it makes it feel so much richer in a way that like a movie could never do. Right. Um, yeah. Like that. I can't imagine this being not a show. Yeah. That's kind of in the same way that Watchmen is, really only possible as a comic this really only can work as a show yeah yeah it's it's really incredible i'm really excited to see what you guys think in the next two episodes because these three episodes in the middle here are my favorite of the entire yeah i I will say this is definitely my favorite of the season so far i will say like the show has been getting better and better the more that we watch it yeah yeah it's Mm -hmm. really good it's fantastic um so yeah um let's go with uh e yeah uh, what you been? What you been watching, playing, playing, doing, play watching play stuff? Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> Nintendo watch and play. <laughs> uh, I played Greece over the last week. Um, G R I S. Yes, like the color. Uh, what? Foreign language. Oh, <laughs> American stupidity. That's all you got to say. <laughs> uh. Yeah, uh, I've I played through that. It's a very short game. It's only about it took me about three hours. I didn't do everything you could do, but it's a game where I never felt like I should do everything I could do. What type of game is it? It's a 2D platformer kind of. It's very it's more like a walking sim, I would say. Okay. Uh, and it's it's kind of hard to describe. It's a very artsy game, for one. Wait, what is this game? Uh, Greece. Like the uh, G-R-I-S. Yeah, G-R-I-S. I always thought it was pronounced Grizz for some reason. <laughs> it, it's, Me too. <laughs> it's the, 
it, it's more obvious when you play it because the game's about color in the sense like um it uses color really well where you start the game and it's very it's monochrome mm-hmm. okay and essentially as you play the game you regain color oh that's okay. neat yeah and it's a walking sim type game Kind of like there's more like puzzles and stuff than most walking sim type games, but you're mostly just kind of wandering. All you gotta say is walking sim, and Sam is fucking one hundred percent (laughs) in. Walking sims are not bad; they're good. No, okay. So if you ask, if it's done well, it's good. If you ask me in high school, I'm gonna tell you I hate walking sims. But as I got older, I realized like there is such an immersive property just being in a story like that. Just like you are actually visually interacting in a way like because like i don't i don't do much visual novels because there's not enough for me to grasp right but i can usually get through a walking sim yeah like that for me like a walking sim the story does have to be incredible yeah for me to actually enjoy playing it because like what is it dear esther it's like Mm -hmm. the first walking sim i ever played um like I thought it was fine. Like the environment of it was really cool. Like I thought, like this is really dark and depressing. That's cool, but the actual story of it is just a narrator talking to you while you walk on these cliff sides, and that's mm-hmm. not very interesting. I think um, there's. Um, I played Dear Esther, but I've also played a lot of other walking sims. I think Dear Esther is okay, but yeah, it's not like the most interactive or like. There, there's um, a lot of cool stuff Dear Esther one. does, like um. One of the main things I learned about it, uh, it does a lot of like camera tricks to kind of simulate when you're walking, like seeing figures. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it does that really well. Yeah, that part is cool. Um, for me, I would say like my favorite walking sim is probably Edith Finch. Mm. It's okay. so good. I, so I need to play that game still. It's, and it's so like, fucking it's sad. Turn. It's like yeah. two and a half hours, maybe. I think that's the perfect length for a walking sim. Basically, yeah. a movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Nick Nick Dog asks if he should play Firewatch, and I say yes because that's one of the best. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I one, I loved Firewatch. It's so good. It's one of those games that I just think about sometimes, and it's like, wow, like I just want more, and I want I want more of it. And I think that's so kind good. of the idea of that game is like you end that game just wanting more, wanting to know. Yeah. Exactly, because I feel I don't want to like give away spoilers or anything, but it it feel it like ends on a very bittersweet note. Yeah, mm-hmm. it and it's just it's, it's really good. Like uh, I'm on the same page as you. Yeah. Um, Nick in chat asks a very interesting question, which I'm also kind of curious. Um, are there actually any walking Sims that are happy? Um, I kind of um, argue Greece. Uh, yeah, Greece is kind of happy. Okay. Um, so. I guess coming back, I'll probably talk a bit more after that. Uh, the main thing about Greece is it doesn't actually have any dialogue or words really even hmm. in it. It's all done through visuals, and okay. the visuals are fucking outstanding. Like it won a bunch of re- awards for its visual direction and stuff, and it deserved every single one of them, in my opinion. Okay, okay. Like it's just it's visuals and just it's use of color which you need good use of color if you're going to do something like that obviously where you gain color as it goes sure yeah, yeah. it just outstanding and it like the story is a bit interpretive obviously since you don't have the actual things um i think from my playthrough i think it's kind of about accepting like moving on like learning to move on 
Okay. But it probably depends on like your state of mind when you play it, kind of. Right. But just since because there's not like a narrator, or, yeah, like, picking like, up notes or whatever. Yeah, it's, there's very like there's very thing, but I get. It, I guess it depends what you mean, like by happy walk, walking simulator, because like I would yeah. say that's happy, but like if you, it, my mom would say that's depressing. <laughs> like, it, it depends what you mean what, by that. One game that I don't think is like sad, and also I don't know if you like if you would consider it a walking sim, it's just Abzu. It's more like a swimming sim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's not really any story, but it is a really beautiful and sort of creepy game if you're like me and you like. If you think dark, deep water is really spooky, but it's not supposed to be spooky. It's supposed yeah, that's to be supposed to be like kind relaxing. of a relaxing game, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if as long as you don't go into a cave. Yeah, which yeah. scary fish. <laughs> now I think about it, there's another one. Uh, whenever Dry first got his PS4, he had it as a, one of the one of the earlier games that he got with it, it was you play as like the wind or something and you grow flowers. No, oh, flower. flower? Um, yeah. I wouldn't say that's necessarily happy either. I would say like the first couple levels are really nice and peaceful and okay. charming. Yeah, because I just saw like a little glimpse of it. Like I saw you play that game for like 10 minutes. Like, oh, this is kind of cool. And you're like, yeah, it's kind of a voxel game. Yeah. Um, it was also on PS. It started on PS3, then went to PS4. Um, okay. The message of Flower is ultimately uh, global warming. Ah. Okay. <laughs> so like you go through it and the more you play the game, the less flowers there are. And like it's... You have to struggle to find flowers, and there's more machines and broken down environments and stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, and that's like like an hour long game too, though. <laughs> Maybe Journey. Journey. Journey isn't. Yeah, like I, sad, I thought about really. Journey too, but I haven't played that game. I need to play that one too. Journey. It's really. I liked it, and like it. When you're playing Journey, you like get matched up with like a random person, and they don't have a screen name or anything. At first, I didn't know what to think. <laughs> I didn't know if it was a real person or if it was like computer, but it was a real person, and like you can choose to um, work together. And there's like you can't talk to each other or anything, but you just kind of do it, and it's kind of a cool experience to play, actually. Okay. I think about because like I know about journey. I think about that. That's honestly a, such a brilliant design, though. Yeah, like, I think if is. I'm not mistaken, Journey is by the same people who did Flower. Oh, maybe. Um, and that one is, I think, Journey is literally what you get out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, like you get what you put into it, which is a weird thing to say for a video game, but yeah, because like, it really is just like, hey, a bunch of pretty environments, and like. Like Sam said, having that random stranger there that's just there and you either work together or you don't. Yeah. Um, like if you embrace mm -hmm. that, there's there's a chance that you like go through this whole game with this random person and like kind of make friends with them and like bond with them in a way, and then they're just gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really I don't know. It's just it's kind of cool. It is, it's super cool. Yeah. I get back to like the happy walking sense. I think a lot of it just has to do with the medium. <laughs> and storytelling because like mm. there's a big there's like a joke going around about indie games that like there's a bunch of just indie games about depression but honestly it's because it's such a good medium to tell that kind of stuff because, it's a like, human thing yeah yeah because human thing isn't always is really never like super happy <laughs> right because like it's incredibly difficult to tell a human story Without getting into the darker emotions. Yeah, because yeah. like, I talked, I talked about Omori back when I beat that in January. But like, that's one where 
I don't think like you can't have that be a movie or something because a big part and this goes for a lot of video games. A big part of it is you are part of the experience. Like a, a lot of people have will not will go through their life without having any like depression spells or anything just because that's the that's how brains are. They're all different. Yeah. But like you can be put in this mind space of someone with depression and I think video games just excel at that kind of stuff cuz like I've I've watched movies and stuff where I'm like I really bond with the characters when they have things like depression or uh self-harm thoughts and stuff like that but like I meet people and they're like I didn't get anything out of that I why was the character so sad all the time yeah whereas a video game yeah. you're part of that experience and because of that you kind of understand that better yeah, it the video game is able to deliver such an intimate experience because you yourself are having to interact with it. And so without any spoken language, you're able to immediately associate yourself with what's happening in the game mm -hmm. because it's just that instant uh, click in your brain of like, hey, this I'm controlling this. I am actually involved in the process. Yeah. So I think it's just like an immediately you're immediately able to just connect with it if you allow yourself to. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Like you have to let yourself and. Again, like not every game will hit everyone in the same way. Sure, yeah. Because like, yeah. I, I sometimes I like to read negative reviews of games. I like just to see what other people think. <laughs> and uh, well, I did that for <laughs> Greece, and like a lot of them were like, "Yeah, this game's boring." Huh. I mean, <laughs> tell us to be but fair, then you're like, like uh, "Those people just don't get it." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, it's a bad I, taste. Maybe they're bad people in general. Yeah, they, I don't know. I wanted to go to this, but like. I well, I just because a lot of them can't explain themselves, you know, like very interesting ways. Because like I do that for that. I did it for a uh, a movie we watched for the podcast, A Silent Voice, and there was someone who felt like the deaf character in that felt more like just kind of an excuse for certain things rather than a character themselves. And I don't, do, I don't agree with that statement. I think she's a very well written character, but I can understand where they're coming from and why they would not like the movie as much because of that yeah yeah i do have an example of that too but it felt kind of out of left field to no, bring it fine. up go ahead uh, i was gonna say another good example of something like that was a game called the cat lady which was it's a point and click <laughs> game and it was like all animated and uh by one person but he brought his friend friends along to help do the voices and everything uh anyways there's actually like a part in that game to where like uh, you actually have a meter of like anxiety meter if you will and like you have to try to like get stuff done throughout the day without the anxiety meter going to the top. Because like, if you, if it hits the top, you're basically going to have an emotional breakdown. And a lot of people got really pissy about that part of the game because it's impossible. It's almost impossible. It's not quite impossible, but they purposely made it almost impossible to do that the first time around without actually hitting the top of the meter. And <laughs> a lot of people found it to be unfair, but it's just kind of like, well, that's kind of how depression and anxiety works is like, yeah, sometimes it's inevitable. Like it's just going to happen. And like, it's not your fault that it happened, but it's just, sometimes it's just part of the day. Yeah. That's, that's the unfortunate part of some people just don't have that kind of experience. Like, yeah. like, and it's... I guess part of the reason why people were pissy about that is because the only way you can actually get the best ending of the game is by, that's one of the things that you have to be able to complete without actually hitting the anxiety meter all the way. Mm -hmm. Like, I had to replay that game because I also didn't get the best ending, but it's literally something at the very beginning of the game that I did wrong that I didn't even realize I did wrong. And I'd have to go all the way back to the very beginning in order to correct it. Uh, 
And that's kind of just how that game is, though. Yeah. There's another it's, game that uses the, um, like, anxiety meter or whatever, but, like, badly. Same. No, it's, um, fucking Fahrenheit indigo or slash indigo prophecy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's bad. And if it reaches the highest level, it's like, you die. And it's like, well, that's how my story ends. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, Nick's very angry. That game's so bad. I agree. <laughs> it, it is. That, I, I kind of agree. That game is like bad, good. Like it just like the game's stupid, and it's like it's unapologetically it's so dumb. But it just like I still enjoyed it, even though it's unapologetically oh, dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you can say it feels like a love TKO. <laughs> <laughs> that game gets off the rails real fast. Yeah, it does. It, it goes from like. It goes from like, huh, what's like, why did this guy murder this person and not remember it to, okay, there's Super Saiyan fighting now. Yeah. Nice. Okay, there's weird <laughs> fucking um, giant green imagination bugs in my office and I'm being a ninja <laughs> to avoid them. Yeah. Sounds like a video game. So what weird. do you do on your nine to five? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David Cage, yes. <laughs> uh, Nick Dogg. Yeah, everything says, about that game is super fucking crazy. Yeah, David Cage shouldn't be allowed to make games. That game starts off the rails. Everything about the game is crazy. I agree. Every, everything yeah. I hear about David Cage makes me think he just wanted to make movies but decided to make video games instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Uh-huh. Like, pretty much all a... of his games would work as like a TV show, but they'd probably be more forgettable as a TV show but than he would be as really, a game. really bad TV yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> Like so tropey, the worst tropey, where every girl, the only way to get their um character and plot along is if they like get sexually assaulted. <laughs> yeah, the only yeah, way so for uh, literally every one of his games, the only way for a female character to develop is almost murdered or raped. Jeez, sometimes yes. both. Those are the only two every paths. Every sometimes take. fucking both. time. Every fucking time. Yep. It's bad. It's awful. But I like have and a weird a like love hate relationship. Yeah, there's always naked shower scenes in every game. Yeah. Ah, my favorite thing in any media. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I don't think there's one in Detroit Become Human, is there? Nudity? No, there's nudity, but I'm saying like a shower scene. Well, they're not human, right? They would short circuit. I'm pretty sure (laughs) there probably is something. I don't know. I can't remember. There probably is. I can't think of it. Do you count the junkyard scene you're trying to get your body back as a shower? Oh, it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> it is raining. I mean, there's scenes where it's either snowing or raining, sure, but there's there has to there literally has to be a shower scene in there somewhere. Yeah, there has to be. Like, no. I'm trying to think. I mean, there's definitely assault scenes. Like, that's just a given. That's yeah. like the biggest part of the game, arguably. I know. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, anyway. So anyway. <laughs> Well, that's the on the basically the opposite side of the spectrum. Been <laughs> doing a lot, been playing a lot of the Binding of Isaac DLC, uh, Repentance. Right. Um, I've I discovered how to get to the final final boss. How? All right. It's actually simpler than the other boss. Okay. Uh, you just go through a run like normal, and then you die. No. Oh. Uh, after you pick, there's an item you get from beating Mom either the Polaroid or the negative, you pick that up and then you teleport, which the game gives you a teleport card. So you could just, you can use that. Just do it. And there's a door that just takes it. And then you just go through the, your run backwards. Okay. 
and then you reach the when you get to the start of the game essentially you get teleported to a new room and so to like um sorry i don't know but to like to go through it backwards do you have to remember like which directions and stuff you go no you have you can just wander the map basically Oh, okay. oh. It's not hard. I actually had the same question, so that's that's good. It's, it's pretty easy. Um, <laughs> then you get put, and this is like being a big fan of Finding of Isaac over the long years. Um, <laughs> uh, the final area is Isaac's house. That makes huh. sense. Yeah, that's weird. Like, and you go to where it all started, and what you do is you have to. There's an item in the mom's room with a red key. And doing that, you can find the closet that Isaac's locked in and save him. Oh. And then you sleep in mom's bed and you go to the TV room. The final boss is Dogma. <laughs> nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, that, I haven't beaten him because fuck that boss is hard. But I mean, it's the final boss. So. Right. Um, but God, I it was so I felt like I was rediscovering the game again fighting that boss though it's such a fucking insane awesome boss yeah there's a couple of bosses which chances are they're easy for other people but not for me Uh, in general that's kind of isaac in because like i kind of know every boss how to fight them in like every item whereas if i was like hey dry you want to try this boss real quick you'd probably get hit yeah (laughs) also uh nick have a good night thanks for joining the chat thank you yeah have a good night um Oh, yeah, the last question is the finding of Isaac scary, spooky, or sad? Um kind of sad, not really spooky, not really scary, gross. It is super gross. Yeah, that's very fair. gross. That's fair. One of the main enemies you fight is poop. Yep. Constantly. And there's a lot of there's a lot of like cartoonish gore. It's rated M for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> also um, I might say some of the uh enemy design is spooky in a way. Kinda it, I would say it's creepy. It wouldn't spook you, I don't think, but like it's not it's unsettling to look at. Yes. Um <laughs> I I would really just kind of loop that back around to gross. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, but god, that final boss was awesome to fight. And uh I discovered each character has a different version of them after you do the saving Isaac in the closet. So huh. I get to play everything again with every single character. I don't have to, obviously, but I but, want but to. for you, it's get to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what's the difference yet. I'm excited to figure out. Um, but yeah, I've been I've been having a lot of fun with Isaac, and there's so much in this DLC that it really does feel like discovering Isaac for the first time again in a lot of ways. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I always love when some when the DLC can do that with a game. Yeah, and like honestly. I I'm not like a big DLC guy myself. I barely ever play DLC for games unless like I got it at the same time I got the game. Isaac was a very much a big uh, exception to that rule because every time, well, one it just kind of leads into the gameplay way easier than a lot of DLC. Sure, yeah. But like a lot of times, I do just feel like I'm discovering the game again. And this DLC is just a lot harder, so I do feel like a new player again. <laughs> I get my ass whooped. Um. Yeah, um, what DLC would I... I was literally just thinking of a DLC that kind of did that same thing to me. PlayStation All-Stars when they added uh, the person from Gravity Rush. <laughs> <laughs> I actually never got that. 
I don't um, think anyone got that DLC. <laughs> no, nope. Barely anybody got that game. Yeah. Um, really enough for me, the DLC for Bioshock Infinite did that for me. I liked the DLC, but like it didn't change the game for me. Okay. It kind of for me, it just made everything full circle, which right. added it added depth to the actual game. If you ask me, I just thought it was free DLC, but Celeste had a very like re playing like re loving the game DLC for me. Okay. And also was constantly hard as balls. So yeah, you seem to be <laughs> maybe, really I, maybe I'm just a masochist. Yeah. Uh, I, it's funny though your DLC thing because even Smash you had that thing of like I'm not buying all these characters they don't tell me which ones they are and then yeah. they told you which ones and you're like I'm not buying it it's too expensive yeah I didn't <laughs> want them yeah <laughs> well, okay if if I was still in high school with all my friends coming over all the time I would buy it but right. like I don't have I just don't even play Smash as much anymore that's true yeah yeah like, and you can't really go to tournaments so no I mean I didn't even play that one in tournaments that's <laughs> yeah, true yeah um well keeping the game train going robbie yeah you also played a game i did um well i'm starting to play a game i'm gonna get more into it Uh, i just found out about it this week was weirdly through a reddit post out of all things Um, sounds like a robbie way to figure out about something yeah i mean you know me i I tend to like lean towards like weird obscure things and this is definitely one of those weird obscure things i found out about this game called garage uh let's see here the full name is yeah, Garage Bad Dream Adventure, which was a game that came out in 1999. It's a point and click game. Okay. Uh, it only came out in Japan, and there was only 3,000 copies ever made of it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't until, I think, October of last year, somebody actually did an English translation of it. Mm. And they were talking about it on Reddit, and somebody actually like left a link for it. So I downloaded it, and it's that's, something that I that's wanted. It's probably illegal, but... <laughs> yeah, super illegal. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, I mean, for... You definitely bought your official copy. Sure, sure. Because <laughs> you can definitely buy this game. Yeah. Yep. It's it's definitely a buyable game. Yeah. 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 You um, bought it, downloaded it, translated it yourself. Sure, sure. Why not? Anyways, um, yeah, I found out about that game. And like, it just seems super odd and weird with like the, because apparently it's based off of a series of bad dreams that the creator had. And so like, just like the little bit that I've seen of it so far, weirdly enough, kind of makes me think of like Oddworld mixed in with like Salad Fingers. Kinda okay, like Yume Nikki. Maybe I, I don't know what Yume Nikki is. <laughs> uh, it's like one of the first like RPG maker horror type games. You basically go through a kid's like dreams. Yeah, maybe, but like I don't know. Like it's I can't really explain it very well because I haven't played very much of it so mm. far. I played a little bit of it, but it yeah. weirdly enough so far kind of reminds me of that old or uh, point and click. Uh, yeah, that old point and click flash game, Ex Mortis. Oh, yeah. Okay. It kind of reminds you of that so far, but not scary, just kind of like weird right. and eerie. Neat. So, like, LSD. Are you in a garage the whole time? I don't know if you're in a. I don't know. Like, it, maybe you start <laughs> off. It looks like you start off in a garage. Maybe That's the garage for sure. is just a metaphor. Maybe. Maybe we were the garage all along. <laughs> the garage was the friends you made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> or the dreams you had along the way, maybe. So, is it kind of like hey, one of those guys. where you just. What's up? What? Why? <laughs> you just need to just come in and say that real quick. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Is it? Is it one of those? I have residual kinda, hate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Where you just kind of like walk around and experience the game rather than kind of like having a clear like goal. It seems like there's a mystery to it. Okay. Because like from what I can tell so far, it's possible that you're AI in an alien world. And you have to try to figure out who you really are. And like it's once again, it's based off of a series of bad dreams that the creator had. 
So it probably okay. has like that dream logic going on with it. But like everything feels like weirdly mechanical and alien, almost like like I said, almost like an odd world meets uh salad fingers almost is like the best way I can describe it so far. But I haven't played a whole lot of it. I've maybe played like 20 minutes of it, which isn't a whole lot for a point and click. No, that's not a whole lot for most things. Yeah, but whenever I looked up like a long playthrough of it, like there's people who have beaten it in like four hours. So I feel like I probably could beat it in one sit down if I took the time to do it. I, but that's I don't know. Rushing through games like that is kind of not fun. I guess. Yeah, but it's also point and click, so I don't know how much you can actually rush through it unless unless you just happen to know all of the puzzle things that you need to do throughout the game. Yeah, here's yeah. the other thing though, um, and this is definitely not your fault, Robbie. But like when you describe it as salad fingers mixed mixed with Odd World, that immediately tells me like, oh, this is something I don't want to look at ever. Mm. <laughs> Just like art style wise, maybe. This is kind of you, may Nikki. If you to see if you kind of recognize it or anything. He's uh, currently showing stuff to Robbie on his yeah. phone. He's currently I mean... showing me something on his phone. <laughs> okay. Eyes, hands, weird. Yeah. I mean, here's a screenshot of the game. Robbie is currently showing E something on his phone. Now he's showing me something on his phone. Um, it's definitely not. I don't even know what I'm looking at. That's the point. That <laughs> is either a dick, a furnace, a dick furnace, or an alien. An alien dick furnace. Weird. Okay. <laughs> Odd. Yeah, very odd. Um, weird. Well, okay. Uh, let's go jump to Sam real quick. We'll come back to you guys. Okay. Uh, Sam, have you been watching or playing yes. anything recently? Um, I played and platinumed Life is Strange two. The racism generator. <laughs> Pretty much. You run into racism. all the racists that tell you to go back to your country, even though you're American. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, so Sam told me about this game when we were playing Minecraft the other night because we're back on that bullshit. Um, Minecraft got huge updates recently, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's still so fun. Minecraft is just great. Anyway, it Sam was so telling me about that game. Sam, can you tell them about Life is Strange 2, please? <laughs> okay. The, the girl with blue hair, right? That's yeah. Life is Strange 1. Yeah, that's Life is Strange 1. Um so I would say like Life is Strange 1 is very like okay they're both cheesy and like <laughs> really cringy at points like oh, like um, <laughs> okay so they say some really cringy things some really cringy slang that probably wouldn't be said by like kids yeah they're like it's basically like stuff that people older older think kids would talk like <laughs> like imagine if like a 50 year old wrote about two high school girls in high school but had powers also and so like the first yeah. one is like they're having conversations like that is so lit oh my god your dad would hate us like it's hella like that Let me yeah lots of hella the sun there's so much hella so much yeah hella. there is a lot of hella in the first game <laughs> It's really cringe. Just like, I don't know, go look it up or something if you haven't played it. Would you say but it's like, hella cringe? Yeah, say it's hella fucking cringe. Did they get in a hella Sorry, hella? I had to. <laughs> um, but also, these games are like my guilty pleasures, too. <laughs> I, I absolutely hate 
all of the characters in <laughs> Life is Strange <laughs> 1. I hate the dialogue. I fucking... But I really like it. <laughs> and I platinum that game too. Nice. But I think actually the second one is not as cringe. The first episode is because these are, are like all episodic. Your inner cringe now. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so like if anybody doesn't know, these this is like an episodic game series, like Telltale and stuff like that. But where you can like make your decisions and that it, yeah, whatever. We'll remember that and all that could jazz. possibly affect later on decisions. Yeah, which it really doesn't in the end. Well, okay, <laughs> you, you know how hard it would be to make a video game that actually matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty much what it is for the first game. Like by the end of the first game, none of your none of the decisions you made really matter. Yeah. Um. So the second one, basically, your kid. Uh, you're like a sixteen-year-old kid um hispanic kid you have like a, a younger brother he's like eight or nine uh let's see your dad gets shot by a cop basically i don't want to like spoil all of it if anybody wants to actually play it <laughs> but this is the first episode and you can get the first episode for free so whatever um and basically you're on the run i say basically a lot jesus fucking christ <laughs> but anyway yeah you say you're on the run you're on the run because you like get scared or whatever and your your little brother talks about minecraft a lot and how much it's like the greatest fucking thing ever yeah (laughs) (laughs) and they also make a reference to they also make a reference to um the last of us with the clickers to find mushrooms that look kind of like clickers it's not the same studio and also of course a teen kid really loves weed and alcohol and whatever that's what Um, you do as a teen Sam every single teen did (laughs) everyone yeah Yeah. Yeah. anyway so like in every episode you encounter at least one like super racist person that (laughs) is totally attacking you which, okay, yes, this stuff really does happen in real life, but, like, you don't tend to run into, like, every racist person, like, you know, every day. <laughs> That's where you live. Telling you to, like, um, go back to your country. Um, yeah, just, like, basic racist bullshit. Uh, yeah. Not, I... not, like, in a, like, thought-provoking kind of way of, like, finding out why you <laughs> like that or anything. These kinda... These games are like really they they try to make you on the nose they are super on the nose and they're really emotionally like manipulative too yes (laughs) so like there's always something very sad that happens uh like you lose a very sad dog you lose a dog which you can't (sighs) like whatever spoilers but you can't even like your decision doesn't even matter whether or not the dog dies and like you really love this dog and he's so cute but he dies anyway it fucking pisses me off <laughs> and the, 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 the dog dies you yeah like your like your dad too in the first episode he dies you can't do anything about it later on one of your friends or a few of your friends could die could not could not die based on your decisions but uh, it's still like and your brother gets like into a cult thing 
because he's like nine and he has these weird powers and they're like ah it's a miracle anyway (laughs) that's how do you feel about the fact they're making a third one where you can see auras and colors i don't know i mean i guess i'll play it at some point when it's like way cheaper i'm not gonna fucking like pay full price for that game even though I like Fair. like playing these goddamn games because they're super... When, like every episode <laughs> for 20 bucks. Yeah, no. <laughs> 60 is the price of a full... Actually, 70 is now the price of a full video game. If oh you're part gosh. of... If it's an EA game, if you're playing FIFA, it's $70. The games uh, that did not need to be... Yeah. The ones that yeah. got price raised. <laughs> yep. Pretty much, yeah. I'm trying to remember. These are... Square Enix... I think yep. they start at thirty, but also like don't nod, don't nod, and Squeenix. I think published by Squeenix, developed by Don't Nod. Yeah. <laughs> how so many, how many episodes are? Five? Five, five. Okay. There's five episodes in this. I think there's probably five episodes in the first one. Yeah. And then so. there was like a prequel thing. I I don't remember how many episodes. Yeah, prequel was uh, it was just one. It was like just a released thing that they did, uh, on E three to like tease don't uh, Life is Strange two. It's like a forty five minute thing. Oh no, there's like a prequel to. There's a prequel to like the first game. Oh really? Um, Yeah, Uh, Life is Strange before the storm. Oh yeah, yeah before the storm. That's what we play as just purple hair girl. Yeah. Um, Chloe, blue hair. Yeah. Do you like time travel or something in those? In the first one, yeah, in the ta- first one, time traveling in a very butterfly effect way. <clears throat> yes. In the second one, your little brother has like a, I guess like a telekinesis sort of thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, third one. The third color. one. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> I don't know. Third one is give her the video game. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah. That, like, Come into play with the with the gameplay much? Yeah, it's like um, one. The, I want to say it's one of the main features of yeah. this in the very first game. In the second one, it does too. Like it, like gets you out of situations, and the kid doesn't know at first that he has these powers. Kind of like in the first game, where it just kind of happens when a traumatic event happens, pretty much. <laughs> Um, I feel like but in, in the, the second one, though, game... it was way more dramatic when you used your powers because things would actively change. Whereas yeah. in the second one, it seems like, all right, he fucking threw a guy off a cliff. Let's run. Pretty much. Yeah. Oops, he threw us off the cliff this time. Let's run. It does like actually reference the first game and the events of the first game, sort of. In the second one, though, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, and you do get to see like a care, and you do get to like see and interact with the character from the first game as well. Um, in the second Which is game, neat. yeah, it's pretty neat. And you get and um, it's in the fifth episode of the second game, but you get to you get to sort of get a little bit of clarity and like closure on what happened in the first game if you chose either either decisions because there's only two decisions you can make in the end but <laughs> win or yeah. lose well it's kind of lose or, or lose actually yeah. lose or lose worse 
yeah, pretty lose much. and win and win and lose. <laughs> yeah. Just, that's yeah. the actual, <laughs> lose and win, win and lose. And yeah. either, like, I guess pretty another much. game that's either lose or lose would be like a like spec spec ops a line. Like there's like three or four different endings to that game, and all of them are just different levels of suck. Yep. There's not a yeah. win in that yeah, game. <laughs> the only way to win is to not play that game. <laughs> but yeah, those games. Um, you'll either either love them or hate them, or just like kind of hate them, but also love them. Like I do. <laughs> I think they're okay. <laughs> I do have a friend that was really into it when it came out. He was hella into it. <laughs> like i said guilty pleasures they're fucking awful i know they are but like all the at the same time i like playing I mean, different people want different like it sounds like it's kind of campy then right yeah. yeah 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 and like that friend she's pretty like okay with campiness and kind of like tropiness she doesn't watch a lot of movies so that's probably why but <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> um all right so Something that I watched last night. Um, Tom and Jerry 2. No. I watched Mortal Engines finally after owning it for a couple months. What the uh, fuck got is it on... Mortal Engines? Great question, uh, Sam. It's prequel to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. Sam, do you remember in like I was in middle school, you were in high school or something like that? Or I was like just in high school and you were just out of high school. And we wrote that like 10 page spoof movie called e- in mortal combat oh, no. <laughs> i think that was way that? earlier than that yeah that was bad huh we wrote a lot yeah. of that when we were younger. there was a saw spoof in it nice what <laughs> how to date your script entirely yeah what a reference to any i don't even i don't know if i i know i had that script around still just like an actual physical copy of that script. No, still, but I don't know if I have it anymore. It's so bad. I just remember, because it was like, <laughs> it's the most obvious jokes you can make about Saw 2. Or, and I don't even know why there were Saw jokes in it. But whatever. It's called Immortal Combat. Immortal Combat? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but like, the thing was like, somebody was locked in the bathroom. And the guy was like, I want to play a game. And like, Yahtzee? No. Uno, like that whole thing. Right, that was yeah. the joke. Yeah. yeah, that was <laughs> the joke you made the with joke. Saw. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's all I remember about it, though. So <laughs> Not even the Mortal Kombat part of it. Nope, don't script. even remember that part of it. Hey, you should just send that into to Saw Man and Warner Brothers. <laughs> I, I don't know. Send it to Lions Gate and WB. Yeah, and they'll be like, why did you send this? <laughs> like, why did you send this to us? We'll give it to Zach. He'll figure out what to do with it. <laughs> He'll write a five-hour epic. Yeah. <laughs> Secretly, it was the Zach from The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, though. You're in a three-hour epic. <laughs> anyway, Mortal <laughs> Engines. Um, directed by, I think it's the costume designer of the Lord of the Rings movies. What did, huh. What and produced the... by Peter Jackson and like a whole bunch of fucking other people. Like, actually, or just kind of produced? By... No, he executive produced. Okay. He put money into it, at least. Um, watched it. It's like two and a half hours, almost three hours long. It's very long. Um, I really, 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 really wish I saw it in theaters when it was in theaters forever ago. Because this is the most blockbuster turn your brain off, hear the loud noises movie ever. Um, it so literally... I'm looking at the pictures. I'm looking at the pictures and it looks like a mix between like Mad Max, Lord of the Rings, um, some sort of other fantasy 
bullshit with like um some historically sort of base like hugo you know the movie hugo like that one <laughs> uh nothing like hugo i, I can say the that clock tower sure. But yes, I would say that it is a very strange mix between Mad Max, Star Wars, and Lord of the Rings. Uh, (laughs) So, like, I was actually right based on the pictures that I was seeing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) Um, Like, I didn't hate it. I could see where they were going with it. But also, in like the two and a half hours, every 15 minutes, there was like a 10 minute action scene of them just running from things exploding or like something trying to kill them. And it does that classic blockbuster thing of introducing a thousand characters and not giving time to know any of them. So when they die, like the movie presents it as this horrible thing. And you're just like, cool, blonde guy's dead, I guess. No, not Jane Aaron. Not the guy with the ponytail. Oh, man. representation and he only got to be on the screen for one minute yeah it's, it kind of does that he was um, represented enough okay yeah. <laughs> what more do you want dialogue <laughs> get out of here with that <laughs> um yeah so like the action scenes are really cool and the fact that like the whole idea of it is it's all set on this thing it's called the 60 minute war and it was basically everybody had nukes or nuke-like weapons, and they did it. And so everybody was killed, except for some cities were put on wheels. Like engines, literal giant okay. engines and giant cars. So they're giant moving cities, then. They are mortal engines. Also, are, okay. giant moving cities, and London what? is one city, and it goes around eating smaller towns. What What's the purpose <laughs> of putting them on the wheels? So there's London <laughs> on these <laughs> wheels, right? And it hooks in these small towns and it eats them. And it feeds the remains of those small towns is, to is the engine. Is this like a gritty version of a Gario? I don't know what that is. It's like you're just a dot that eats other dots to grow big. Yes. Yeah, okay. okay. Like Katamari? Yeah. No. A little bit like that. <laughs> yeah, Gario is like this online game wherever you're a dot and you have to eat smaller dots to become bigger. And so, eventually, like, and Pac-Man? try not to be eaten by bigger dots. Bigger. Um, but yeah, so like the big <laughs> London is like the big evil city. Okay. And okay. it goes around eating smaller towns, and like it, you find out in the whole thing, it's unsustainable, and so they're trying to find a sustainable thing. And they have this whole feud with this other town that you never see until the last thirty minutes of the movie. Uh, I have a question. Yes. Why does it eat other cities, and like, what does it get from that? Good question. Uh, very okay. curious. Empty asking questions. Good job. Um, <laughs> like what? what <laughs> sorry, that sounded way more condescending. Than it was London like. still have the Eiffel Tower? Uh, that's Paris. Uh, yeah. Paris. <laughs> so they, steal it. they might have it. I don't know. It's a big giant it's city. They like probably consumed it. I guess. Uh, Evan is asking Snowpiercer London. movie. No, not the Snowpiercer movie. Uh, Mortal <laughs> Engines. We did watch that uh, two weeks ago, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of similar in feel, actually. Okay. Um, very strange, like a uh, sim- similar uh, cinematography, I would say, actually. With, so like, the main like... girl is wearing a mask. Is that like a commentary, or was this movie created before? Uh, no, it's so you don't see the giant scar on her face. <laughs> is that the big reveal oh. she takes off? And there's a scar on her face. Yes. There's a scar. It's so ugly. You. It's a whole plot point, and she's like a wanted fugitive and stuff. So it's actually, like a whole. An actual question. So how do they eat the other cities? Good question again. So I'll answer. And also, both why? Of those yes, I'll answer both of those. Um, 
So how they eat it <laughs> is they shoot out these hooks and it grabs the city, pulls it in, and like it opens a big giant mouth in front of the city. And all the people get off and they're like unloaded and they're like put into the city and they're like taken care of. They're okay, they're put not part of the system. They're, they're not, not consumed eating. also, no. Um, and they're like put to work and they're given jobs and stuff like that. And that's great because that's kind of all they want. Capitalism. Cap- yes, capitalism. You got it. <laughs> um, and then all of the scraps and stuff are put into the engine, which melts it all down and takes all the energy from all the stuff it eats and poops out all the stuff that you that it doesn't want to make into energy. <laughs> so it's okay, literally so just like resource saving. Yes. So that it, does the city get bigger so it can like actually house all of these people that it's consuming? No. <laughs> so do uh, they just like another part of the problem? Like, uh, there's like it's a it's really big. Like it's a huge huge city. Yeah, it's London. Yeah, it's literally London plus some on wheels. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Why are they on wheels, though? <laughs> I, I literally don't know. I don't, I don't know why they want to. So it can, wheels. like, easily consume like... all of the cities. Travel to I the think cities the reason even. why is because, like, after all of the giant energy wars, all the continents and stuff were smashing <laughs> together. And so, like, all the land masses are smashing and moving apart constantly, so they need to always be able to move. <laughs> I think that's the idea. <laughs> um, yeah, it totally makes sense. That our nuclear fallout tends to move with the wind, so they have to be able to move away from the wind. I don't know. Well, I, I almost was going to say, see if you're like, yeah, to like counteract the nuclear bombs, they just went higher. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're funny. above the nuke smoke. Um, No, so like, yeah, so they're on wheels, and the whole thing is following like the rebel, and then some guy, and then they're trying to kill the main mayor dude, but he's not actually the main mayor, he's just, like a scientist guy. There's this whole fucking plot. It feels like it should have been like an HBO series, honestly, because it tries to pack in so much. Like the first 45 minutes could have been an entire season. Well, uh, apparently it's based on books. Yes. Like a series. Uh, of books. When I when I was looking at the credits and it said based on novels by some dude I never heard of, I was like, oh my god, that makes so much more sense because so much fucking happens in this movie. <laughs> uh, Mortal so you need to find the thousand-page novel that explains better what the fuck is going on. Yeah, there's so Mortal there's Engines, Predator's Gold, cool. Infernal Devices, and a Darkling Plane. Uh, then James and the Giant Peach. Uh, Mortal <laughs> Engines Quartet. Um, and maybe more than that, actually. Probably more, but like me and Liz throughout the whole thing, Liz fell asleep by the way because it's really fucking long. But <laughs> in anyway. the theater. No, no, no. We didn't watch it in theaters. Uh, just oh, okay. It. It, it's not a brand new movie. It came out a couple years oh. ago. Oh, okay. Never fucking heard of it. I was gonna be that. Yeah, uh, I just barely got the 4K because everyone on the 4K sites and stuff that I go to are like, "Mortal Engines is a fucking sight to behold. It's gorgeous with 4K HDR. If anything, watch it for that." So, like, <laughs> okay, it's ten bucks. I'll get it for that. <laughs> ten dollars? Oh, yeah. Gosh. Uh, I feel like that doesn't sign. even cover making the 4K. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> uh, most of that movie is a giant flop. Uh, so, like, the whole thing, like, it's this one guy trying to get this big, giant, ancient weapon, ancient, quote-unquote, uh-huh. weapon, uh, so that he can go and attack this other city that we don't know anything about, or why they even want to attack it. At the end, it makes sense why they want it, because the city has a giant wall up, and they're protecting natural resources, like, there's water and glaciers and, like, farmland and stuff like that, where everything else is just brown. So at the end, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that's why they want to get in and do everything like that. Their answer to getting in is just basically nuking it. 
so it makes it useless anyway. <laughs> uh, it it there's things in it that I really liked and would in a novel or a show would make way more sense to have like fleshed out. Like there's this whole like robot dude who gave up his soul in order to be immortal. Okay. Uh, and he's seen as like this dude who like the main character made a deal with, but she really fucking didn't. At least as far as I could tell in the movie, but like it makes it seem like she did. At the start, of that the seems movie, like a plot this... point that's in Cyberpunk, actually. Yeah, and so like this person hunts, uh, her down through the whole thing, or not person robot, and man, it's a, uh... it's not good. Uh, Evan says so. This is literally an action version of capitalism in both sides of it. Yes, yes, it is. And at the end of it, you decide neither side is correct. <laughs> Uh, there's like some really cool action scenes in it. And that's kind of why I wished I had seen it in like IMAX or something when it was first out. Uh huh. Because it would have been really cool to see that on a giant screen with a giant sound system. It was even impressive on my 4K TV with the HDR and my 5.1 surround system. So like, I can't imagine what it would have been like in theaters. Um, bigger. <laughs> hey, hey, you, you nailed it. Um, <laughs> but it flopped fucking hard. I mean, I feel like it's a tough sell for the general audience. Yeah. Continents on wheels. <laughs> yeah. No, not even cities, cities on wheels. Cities on wheels, which is like, it's a very cool visual. But What they yeah. should have done, they should have like had a <laughs> traveling movie theater <laughs> as the advertising. Literally. So fucking expensive, but. Literally a road show. Yeah. Uh, and like they go to the cities in the, in the, in the movie that they can. That would be great. Um, but yeah, like it's budget estimated just production budget was a hundred million, which you can see the money on screen. Okay. Um, but its entire run in the box office worldwide was 88 million. Ouch. So it didn't even cover its production budget, let alone its advertising budget. Ouch. Yeah, it flopped pretty fucking hard. So there's never gonna be a sequel, which yeah. is fine, I guess. I think that's one thing that people are probably worried about because another Kind of. Oh, well, I don't even know if it's Mad Max-ish because I never read the books. But I'm somewhat interested by hearing more about the movies. Is like people are they're probably worried about the movie Dune because even just the previews of that movie, you can see the money that they put towards it. It'll even the previews that are being shown of the new version look like they are much better than the first Dune version that they tried to put to film. Yeah, which was just boring and not... wasn't the first Dune movie like in the 70s or something? 80s, I think. Late 80s, early 90s, yeah. something like that. It's like four hours long, and the effects don't hold up at all. Yeah, and that's like, fair. It's just not very good in general. But I know that there's people who are excited about it, but because of the pandemic, like they're worried that this movie's going to flop. And I know it's a rather successful book series. Yeah, Dune is super successful. Um, and it's been kind of growing an audience, too, lately, which is very strange, because there's a lot of books, and they're all very thick. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, super He's complicated. People don't want to read. Hell yeah. Yeah, because doesn't, doesn't the Dune series, like, I, I don't even know if you guys know, but, like, I remember hearing, like, just, like, a little bit out of context while, list, like, while looking into the movie, like, I guess the Dune series takes place over the course of 30,000 years. Probably. Sure. Sure. Dune. Why not? Yeah. And like Sam said, yeah, Dune is dummy thick. <laughs> um, I think is thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. I think is what kids call it. E, come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should have seen the looks that I got the first time I ever said thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> it was that look that E's giving me right now. <laughs> I'm sure Joe wanted to slap you upside the head. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she definitely did. She looked at me like, really? Yeah. Really? I mean, it's just one of those things. I've just 
am on the internet so much and i it's just a dumb joke that it's yeah always the same stupid joke yeah yeah not, not what you say like it's usually just generic dummy thick oh yeah sh- oh lord he mm-hmm. thick that yeah. shit mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Uh, internet ruins everything it's yeah, yes, it, it does it's a joke right up there with yeet uh, I recently learned that the internet can even ruin Thomas the Tank Engine by oversexualizing <laughs> yeah. it. So, like, I I saw on that group that they were just like, so I guess we're all into trains now, and like saw the aftermath of it going. What the hell happened here? And yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> I saw the image, but I didn't see the drama that went with it. <laughs> I was the opposite. I saw the drama, and I never saw the image, so I never knew what the fuck anyone was talking about. Just a really <laughs> sexualized train. People want to fuck trains and cars now. Yeah. Also, it's, a ship that's stuck in a canal. Fuck anything. There's a crazy right world right we live in. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, E, anything else? Uh, yeah. Um, I just kind of like I get random stuff recommended to me on YouTube because I watch a bunch of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same. I got a random thing that just said like, uh, it was just a convert said like Omega Mart commercial lemons, and yeah. the a uh, thumbnail was a lemon with an eye on it so i clicked on it and that got me in like this weird rabbit hole with these like omega mart commercials which are like the best way i've seen it described it's like if an alien just tried to open a supermarket just facing off of what <laughs> it knows about people okay. <laughs> like just watching stuff so it's like cheesy kind of looking commercials but also like with this weird like creepy surrealness of it like that one was like if you have purchased Omega Mart lemons, please contact this number. People have mistaken Omega Mart lemons with lemons. And then like the lemon <laughs> opens an eye and it's like, we will dispose of them immediately. We are, we apologize for this. That reminds me of, uh, it's the first SNL sketch I saw that I actually really liked in a long time for the almost pizza commercial. I don't think I've seen that one. It, it was pretty funny. It was just like, it's like, Hey, uh, cool. We're having pizza tonight. Well, or almost, ha- or this isn't pizza. This is almost pizza. So it's like tofu pizza. Well, you can still t- you can put tofu on a pizza and still call it pizza, but don't call this pizza. I'm confused. What is it? Like it- it's almost <laughs> pizza. Just come on, eat some. See, I'll have a bite, and then like does like the thing where like they pretend to take a bite, but not really. And then like he's just like, come on, eat some up. Or right, it's gonna get cold. No, if anything, it's getting hotter. And then like the uh, the daughter goes to eat a slice, and like he knocks it out of her hand, and it shatters on the ground like glass. <laughs> and then it like reforms together and like starts crawling away from them, and they all start screaming. Yeah, that's kind of the the uh, vibe. The yeah, vibe okay. Off. Um, I, I could get into that. <laughs> like it's just kind of stuff like that. I'll, I'll, I might show you guys some commercials because they're very short commercials. Sure. Um, I learned this was actually advertising for an art thing that was opening up by uh, the group Meow Wolf, which has done random, like, kind of surrealist art stuff. Uh-huh. They opened up an actual Omega Mart in an art studio or in a <laughs> art place. I don't know what they're called. Gallery. There we go. <laughs> they opened, like, an Omega Mart. You can go in it. It's like a store with, like, this weird surrealist to it. Hmm. And it's kind of awesome. I want to go one day. It's in Las Vegas. That's kind of cool. I really want to go because it's and like there's crazy shit there. Like, uh, God, there's like so much. One of the best is like there's this a commercial that was for like dairy products, and at the end the person like kind of try, goes to like grab the milk off the screen, and it just stretches. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just stuff like that. 
it, yeah, I'll show you guys some commercials later. But like, okay. I I saw those and I was like, this is awesome. And I had no context to what it was until like five five commercials in. I just thought it was like because <laughs> you know the internet sometimes they just upload. I just thought I was gonna that. It, it was just amazing discovering that. I was like, oh my gosh, this is yeah, awesome. I definitely want to see some of those. Yeah, it, weirdly enough, kind of reminds you of probably even a more surreal thing. Uh, Nathan Barnett, the guy I've been wa- uh, watching mm-hmm. more of on YouTube, uh-huh. he did his dad channel, and I've been watching more of that. And it's a lot of like surrealist kind of stuff. And like, it kind of like leads, like, you kind of watch it at first, not knowing what it is. And it kind of leads into uh, dad is a clone of Nathan Barnett at, that this woman made to try to make this uh, nuclear family. And because he's part of or a clone of him, he's trying to become the best YouTuber in the world. And like, if he can become the best YouTuber in the world, he can become the best dad in the world. And like all this other weird stuff. And like, he lives in town USA and eats food, which is literally like a cranberry, like a cranberry sauce in a can with a white label. that just says food on it. Mm. And like uh, food is like slowly starting to hypnotize the people of town. And like, it, it gets really weird and surreal with that one too. Yeah. Is it like a show? Kind of. It's a YouTube show. It's once again, it's like really, it's down into bite-sized pieces. Like he does music videos. So he has like actual songs that he's done for it. But most of his sketches are about a minute and a half long. Okay. Weird. Yeah. The internet's weird. It is. I mean, I love the internet for being able to have people make those kinds of content. Like uh, a channel I talk about a lot. One of my favorite channels is uh, one called Petscop. And it's presented that I just kind of found a PlayStation disc with uh old rom that he and his friend used to play like it was just like a demo disc essentially yeah that he found he's like oh it was the game we always talked about when we were younger and we couldn't find it again (laughs) so like it's him playing through it so it's like presented as a let's play essentially to one specific person and as it it, like keeps that I, I, I might show you that one of these days. Yeah, honestly, but, too. It's really good. You've seen I, I've seen that? a couple of the Petscops things. I mostly just watched the videos that Matt Pat did on it. Whatever he's talking about. Oh, like, bro. yeah, it's some of the hidden meanings of it and stuff like that. Anyway, I think that one works better. Just like experiencing on your own. Honestly, yeah. But yeah. But that's the thing is like I found the Matt Pat videos first yeah, and then I started watching the yeah. Petscop afterwards. So. But yeah, cool. um, but yeah. Yeah. So I found random weird video basically (laughs) (laughs) what the internet's best at yeah which i guess also speaking of random youtube internet randomness uh i did recently come upon um this channel called bat in the sun which they've done a couple like short uh fan-made batman movies uh evan said pets cop yes pets cop yeah pets cop yeah pets cop pets cop pets cop or pets cop like scope without the e the the pun is pets cop but pets cop is how you say it basically okay yeah but, it's, it's like a playstation title okay <laughs> <laughs> but uh bat in the sun has done a couple of uh movies that were basically funded through kickstarter where they did their own little batman movies uh one of them was called uh i think it was called S- i want to say city of sin but i could be getting that wrong and then the other one was called dying is easy uh-huh. uh both of those are like 30 minute long little um batman movies where they have like these monologues and like this kind of deeper message behind all of it like they're pretty good without spoiling too much of it but they're just like unofficial batman stories yeah they're literally unofficial batman stories that they that are fan made and that were funded through kickstarter how did they get away with that that's they, a great question yeah, they definitely got away with it though and they they're pretty for being youtube movies they're pretty decently high production are they like straight up advertised as unofficial batman 
Yeah, like they're straight up Batman movies, but they're unofficial. So like they like animated as Batman. No, they're live action. Oh, yeah. maybe that's how. Maybe no, it, isn't I mean, it? But it, it's it, it's straight up Batman. Like the Batman's there. Like there's some dialogue with the Joker. It, it deals very heavily with like a lot of the philosophy behind Joker shit and Batman shit. How do they get away with that? <laughs> they got away Don't with it twice. Comic books get away with that shit. Like people make their own comic books. Do they have to hey, like get legal? A... Yeah, like. It's technically not legal to make your own fan made thing, and they make it very clear, like it has nothing to do with WB or any of the or with DC or anything like that. It's very much just a fan made thing. I think I don't the know. difference it's, comes in if you're comic... doing it for profit or not. Yeah, and because it's a YouTube, like you can literally go on YouTube and watch it for free, so it's not for profit. Are yep. there ads on it? No, YouTube okay. ads. Like I said, like all the money that they, all the money for it was basically through Kickstarter, so that way they could pay the people for doing the makeup and the uh, getting the suits and doing or paying the actors and everything like that. Uh, Evan was asking if it would fall under fair use uh, for parody. It's definitely not parodying Batman, so I don't think it would fall under that. And it's in general, I would not say it's fair use because it's just using copyrighted material. Yeah, it's yeah. just using copyrighted material and making your own story with it. Yeah, which like you can't do. Like you, <laughs> uh, I mean, are we blowing up their spot with this? Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, are. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Like, how like, popular is this channel? Like, do they have some sort of, like, copyright? Is that what it's called? <laughs> like, uh, Dying is Easy came out a month ago, and it has 4.6 million views. Okay. So That's we're definitely the ones ruining like... it for them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that <laughs> would get noticed. I don't know, though. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> the rule is if the company doesn't do jack shit, doing? then jack shit won't happen. I'm pretty sure they have, like, a little disclaimer in here. I'm going to click on it. If the volume turns up, I'm so sorry. A disclaimer. Bat in the Sun Productions... And its following presentations are no way affiliated with DC Comics and Warner Brothers. Dying is Easy is a non-profit <laughs> film and is free for all. Enjoy. Right. Okay, but so if it's like free, you can it. like do whatever? No, that's not how it works. That's still yeah. copyright infringement. It's still just not like right. I think like, Warner Brothers legal. just it doesn't give you enough of a shit. Maybe. It, at this point, I think it's uh, the bad press versus good press. Like they had yeah, a Kickstarter yeah. that was successful. They made it. It has a lot of views already. So I think at this point, Warner Brothers has to go in and be like, how much bad press would it cost us if we went and took down this fan film? Right. Versus Probably. how much good and profit we'll get. It's definitely not the only fan film that's out there. But it sounds yeah. like one of the more popular ones. It is. De- it, from what I can tell, and the, uh, it also just popped up with their first one. Their first one was called City of Scars. Uh-huh. That's what it was called. But yeah, it does very much like the dark brooding thing of uh, Batman and the dark broodingness of Batman and like the dark gothicness of it. Yeah. Like they're... But for being like little fan made films, they're really good. Are they like feature length or they're 30 minutes a piece? OK, so a short film. Yeah. And I think that might be another thing of it, too, because it's nonprofit. It's a fan made thing. Uh, also, it's not like a full length feature that they're trying to like do DVD sales or anything like that. It's literally just something you can watch for free on YouTube. Right. But again, that's still copyright infringement, regardless of if you're getting paid for it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. So, yeah, yeah. I, yeah somehow they're getting they are getting away with it somehow like i'm pretty sure some kind of legal loopholes where they can just like make or make it based off of the character of batman i'm emailing wb right now <laughs> <laughs> these are like live action things yeah they're live action it? um like i said the, the newest one they did was value? batman dying is easy and the uh the first one they did was batman city of scars and the name of the channel is bat in the sun just all one word bat in the sun weird which really most weird. of their channel is like doing like kind of um Making i want to say almost like parody style of like the um 
death battle kind of thing, like which are oh, okay. character or what fictional character would win in yeah. a fight kind of thing. Wolverine they do a lot of that. Scorpion. Yeah, they do that with like live action actors. Gotcha. But like they do a lot of those and then like they've done a couple of short films like that. Okay. Weird. I don't know how they get away with it. It's pretty cool that they can get uh, away with it, though. Like That's one of those things that I think WB like, we got to shut this down right now, Henry. <laughs> they would have to do that like right as the Kickstarter was going up, I think. Yeah, probably. Also, I guess I think about I don't know if WB really like is strict with their copyright thinking about it. I don't I, I don't remember any stories of them like taking down any fan stuff. Right. It's true. That's they like even I said, they're Zach not the Snyder make a four hour fan film. So, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I just because like Nintendo gets a lot of bad press about taking down a lot of fan works. Yeah, and uh, Microsoft did for a while. Yeah, I think maybe it may it might literally be just one of those situations of like WB is like, listen, people love Batman. If we can get them some unofficial Batman stories when our Batman story is kind of slow right now, then maybe that'll give us some good fanfare. Yeah, because like a good example, like Dying is Easy is a pretty decent one or a pretty good one because like. By the way, I just I want you to know Hamilton has like destroyed my uh, mind when anybody says dying is easy. Is that one of the songs? It's yeah. like dying is easy. Living is harder. Yeah, uh, it's like a whole big line. Anyway, go on. Oh, with that one, because like the whole story of that one is um, like Batman basically gets uh, a message from the Joker saying that he's dying and that he wants to see him one last time before he dies. Trap. And, it's a trap. Eh, well, he's already in Arkham, like he's already in prison. Trap. And uh, Batman think or not Batman? Uh, Joker thinks he's dying of melanoma. Like Crap. so, like the whole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw this box at you. <laughs> I mean, and remember, I gave you that monitor. So if I break it, it's my monitor that it's I broke. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, Batman goes to Arkham to see Joker because Joker kind of has it as a dying wish to see him one last time and like he asks him to finish the job basically because the reason he's dying of cancer is uh all batman's fault anyways yeah for sure yeah and wait wait the, what actually bat, i just agree with you but yeah. wait let's go back a second bat, why batman <laughs> used his cancer the bat cancer because you know how there's like that storyline in the movies wherever he got or wherever he accidentally dropped uh joker in the vat of chemicals uh-huh and that's and, why he has like and that's why his skin, skin is all and, yeah. weird and his hair is green and everything like that eventually it gave him melanoma after years of dealing with that eventually cancer caught up to him that, and he's dying from it that does seem like a super dc movie kind of plot yeah. though yeah. honestly yeah. and he basically tells him i want you to finish the job like you started this you now you have to finish it kind and of then batman goes back to the vat and drops him back well, in here you there. go old man <laughs> and like it's like i said it's 30 minutes so it's not very long but like mm. there's that and like they have this back and forth wherever like he tries to he's doing his best to make batman angry to uh get him to kill him basically and like batman goes on like this his whole big thing of like like the problem is, is if i kill you i may get a taste for it and i uh, might not be able to stop myself and then like joker ends up slipping up and uh admitting that he killed these cops and like apparently like the whole thing was actually a trap from batman to uh, uh, get the joker to confess to killing these men even though he was in arkham still and like part and the reason why he did that was um in a weird way to kill hope for the families of it and so that way they can actually move on after the families had died and it goes on with like how he wished he had that for his parents and like going through like him brooding over the city and stuff like that so batman set up for the joker to get a fake cancer screening yeah. to show he had melanoma knowing that joker would blame him for it and invite him to come over and say his last words knowing that the joker would it 
admits to killing him to try and get Batman to kill him. Yeah. And then admit that he killed those cops. And Batman knew all this? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of Batman. <laughs> that, that is pretty much Batman. That's kind of Batman's thing. Because he's the greatest detective. Okay. <laughs> also, I don't think he gave him a fake screening. I think Batman just straight up gave the Joker cancer. Well, <laughs> it's possible because he says like how he faked the cancer is by poisoning his water supply. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. He probably just gave him cancer. Batman's an asshole. Yeah, he is. <laughs> at least like in these little fan, vic- or fan versions of it, he doesn't try to pretend he's not an asshole at least. He- he's just full on asshole. Batman's like, Batman yeah, just kill him. When you weren't looking, he sprinkled some cancer dust in it. <laughs> Remember that one time when you ate that not cancer pork chop? It was <laughs> actually a cancer pork chop. <laughs> you know, you're that with my cellmate. Maybe. Yeah, even though I just kind of like spoiled it, like I still like I did a poor job uh, yeah, it, trying it, to describe it. It, it sounds kind of neat. Yeah. Like maybe Batman. Like, okay, so it's like there's this whole thing that Batman is like. Oh, I'm better than that because he doesn't kill his fucking enemies for some reason. That's so stupid. Yeah, right. But like, maybe he's like even worse than that because apparently he just likes torturing them. Yeah, it all depends on the variation of Batman. Yeah, they actually did make that. They made that joke with uh, uh, Robot Chicken actually, wherever he literally beats the Joker within an inch of his life. It's like no. If I punch you one more time, then you will die. And then, like, he recovers in prison and then gets the electric chair afterwards. So Batman didn't technically kill him. (laughs) Oh, man. Raw chicken occasionally can have a good joke. Yeah, occasionally. Yeah, they have some pretty, like, they have a lot of crap, but they have some good jokes amongst the crap. So that's most sketch shows, let's be honest. It's true, yeah. Um, Which I, I actually now I think about it, speaking of sketch shows, I did watch uh, Auntie Donna's Big House of Fun on Netflix. Oh, Finally, it's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. it, it has some good jokes in there. I will give you that. There is some crap amongst the good jokes, though. Uh, I love the puppet joke at the beginning. There's so many jokes throughout the entire thing. Uh, the love, one actually. that I actually caught myself repeating a lot was the <laughs> was the what do you see with your eyes? It's another Toyota Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, that was one of those, like, the, the rule of three with jokes. Like, yeah. that was perfectly executed with the rule of threes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also just like the puppet joke on the first episode. It's like, hey, uh, I'm Puppet Greg. I'm Puppet Greg on the cactus. I'm Puppet Greg in the cactus and hat. Oh, yeah. Now it's just a cactus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just, so, it's Probably such. Makes sense with it, it's, yeah. it's a dumb it's show, absurd. but it's. <laughs> Another joke that I actually really liked about it, though, was, like, the making fun of, like, oh, it was all a dream thing wherever like someone gets murdered at their party and like they're bleeding in front of them the guy just like wakes up like huh, huh, oh oh it was all a dream what are you doing greg oh, there's yeah. a person dying in the living room and you went to the bed you went just laid down in bed what are you doing yes that's really good and like it shows i'm trying to take like sleeping pills it's <laughs> yeah um also i really like the swat swat song oh we yeah the swat swat and we swat 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 and we swat 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 <laughs> yeah it's absurd. It is absolutely, it is, insane. it is absolutely <laughs> insanely absurd, but it's funny. That show is just a little like too much for me. Like it, every, that's why every it's so joke good. goes a little too long. Yep, for my taste. Yep, that's the whole show. <laughs> there are certain jokes that go too long. And there's other ones that go just well. If like the Toyota Corolla one goes on for a, quite a while. Yeah, but it's executed beautifully. Yeah, like I think I showed you guys the uh, sandwich <laughs> one, the sandwich sketch. I think so. Where it starts out with like, hi, my name is whatever. And I know what you're thinking. 
you have a giant fucking nose. But what you're forgetting yeah, yeah. is. I have feelings. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah like, the... I'm going to eat Greg's face. One. Oh, yeah. I'm going yeah. to eat Greg's face. Yeah. I'm going to eat Greg's face. I'm going to eat Greg's face. Yeah. I'm going to eat Greg's face. Oh, sorry. Oh, were you trying to kiss me? Oh, no, no, no. See, it was, it's a total big misunderstanding. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Like, like, you show me one thing I like, but, like, they just sometimes go a little too long. Yeah, and yeah. that's the whole show, too. Yeah. And, like, the show is with them, like, going back to a lot of their, like, most viewed sketches and stuff on YouTube and just, like, redoing them. Mm. Um, which, like, if you don't like those sketches in the first place, you're not going to yeah, like obviously. them again in a longer form. But they're just super fun and silly. I love that show. I love yeah. Auntie Donna. Uh, I've been forcing it down everybody's throat who I've... Yeah, you have. Who I've <laughs> met in reality. And uh, it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> Virtually, you're safe. Yep. For now. For now. Well, actually, kind of not, because I've, I've shut it down all of our listeners' head bases right. as well. Um, so another thing I want to talk about real quick, okay. uh, Mayans, it's going to be real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Mexico thing. Yeah. This season's super, super, super dark and dramatic. I think I talked about that in the first couple episodes we watched. Me yeah. Liz. Um, I think Liz is like getting a distaste for this season because it's extremely dark and all of the characters are, uh, disjointed. Like, this entire season, all the characters feel really, really disjointed and, like, they don't have the same goals in mind. Um, which is not what, like, Sons of Anarchy ever was, and it's not what the first two seasons of Minds was at all. Uh, it's a new showrunner and stuff like that. Kurt Sutter's not involved anymore. You, you went over all that last, yeah. last time. Yeah. So, I really, really like this season. <laughs> like, it, it feels completely different from everything. But in a good way. Yeah. And, like, there's some things I don't like. Like, some characters took some really strange turns that don't make sense at all. But I'm kind of rolling with it. Uh, and I was reading up on it. Like, there's one character who's addicted to heroin now. And apparently the showrunner's like, Hey, everybody, I need you, everybody to give a 100% for every single scene because there's a real chance this is the last season we'll ever do for this. Kurt Sutter's not involved. There's no guarantee we're getting a fourth season. And so, like... You can see the emotion on every single scene. Like, if they're happy, they are really happy. If they're sad, they're super sad. Angry, same thing. Like, um, they're really giving it their all. They are. Everybody is. And so the character Coco, who is addicted to heroin, um, he gets visibly skinny in a really awful way. Uh, to where did he get really actually, addicted to heroin? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, <he> it's <laughs> Disney. You never know. He's had a lot of drug problems in the past, apparently. So it's like a really close subject is to him. Disney, uh, FX. So yes, technically, technically Disney now. Um, huh. weird, yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently the showrunner had to go to him and be like, "Hey, you have to fucking eat. You look dangerously, disgustingly skinny, and that's not who you are. And I know I told everybody to give one hundred percent, but you have to eat." Um. So yeah, everyone's real dedicated to the season mm. uh, in the best and worst of ways, I guess. I'm really enjoying it. I don't... Uh, there was actually a loud gasp from me in the last episode with how it ended. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, holy shit. And uh, I think Liz was really unimpressed with it. Fly. <laughs> uh, Liz was really unimpressed with what happened and I was kind of shocked. So I think we're both at different... Uh, we're buying in at different levels here, I yeah. think. Um. To be fair, I actually really enjoy media like that to where like it shocks you enough that you audibly gasp whenever you're watching it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like the season. I definitely recommend Mayans to people, even if they didn't like Sons of Anarchy. It's a very different flavor of the same kind of thing. Yeah. I'll just start on this season. 
Sure. Sadly enough, <laughs> sadly enough, I might have to come to your place to watch it because I don't have Hulu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is there. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I got. OK, Robbie, you had a you've been watching Attack on Titan. Yeah, uh, I finished the second season. It's they've had to do some stuff that isn't nearly as entertaining, but it, it it's helping keep the story moving forward. Uh, they're explaining stuff like there's t- times in the show that they would explain something, but then would just add more questions. But it seems like they're actually starting to, like, finally answer some of the hard hitting questions in it. So I'm getting really into that show. What's in the box? What are Titans? Yeah. Like, what are Titans? Like, how do they come? about oh, okay yeah. whoa yeah. <laughs> like the origins of titans if yeah, you will yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would actually just kind of love if that was an episode hey how do titans come there's Excuse probably enough me? porn <laughs> oh there's I mean, definitely porn there probably is but titans don't have genitals in the actual show so exactly how do they come <laughs> <laughs> they're eating people duh <laughs> oh that's dumb anyway uh, but yeah, yeah that's for me too i'm kidding <laughs> What? I Sorry. Good, good reason to chime in. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Got to make it awkward. Got to make it awkward. Yeah. But yeah, like Always. I'm really enjoying that. Like I just got started on the third season of that one. Uh, there's four seasons, so I'm getting close. To, I don't know if next week, but possibly the week after that, I'll be done with the show. Nice. So, yeah, something that I started in like 2013 and then like fell off of it because I had no way to watch it. <laughs> now I'm just binge watching the whole fucking thing. I've had worse like continuation yeah, like rate four seasons of an anime that's not that bad yeah yeah that's not bad at all um that's definitely a name proclamation news and gatherany gatherinick it's just showing proclamation on my screen proclamation news and gatherinick okay cool yeah. hi hello gatherance gatherance oh, oh i gotcha. should learn to read <laughs> that would help but hello hi in chat um sam have you been watching anything else kind of um i watched a movie that i sort of talked about to you uh-huh um, called um <laughs> lake artifact and it had like um Lakes? Like all the same actors as that movie that I watched a few weeks called weeks ago called The Retreat. You know the one with the Wendigo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, um, I remember. <laughs> so I don't know. You know, I actually kind of liked this one. I feel like they've done a lot of movies together, so they do have like that chemistry, even though like they're not like the best movies, <laughs> but. Uh. From I what kind you were of... saying, they're they fit squarely in the B movie field. I I wouldn't say that they fit squarely in the B movie field. I think it's a little better because it looks way better, and I think a lot of the acting is way better. And like I said, the chemistry is pretty good because they seem to have worked in a lot of movies together. Uh, from the same director, uh, what's his name? Something something. George Romero. He's dead. That's, something, that's something. JJ uh, Bruce Wemple. That was the wrong Bruce... thing. That was Bruce the wrong Wemple. time for me to yell, JJ Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys fiddling with knobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this movie is sort of, I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> Basically, this group goes to a cabin and, like, okay, that's cool and all, but. They party a little bit, but also they find this um, hitchhiker guy. 
He's a Wendigo. Sounds very uh, yeah. Drifter. Drifter. Um, and he like acts all mysterious. But also, he's carrying like a twelve pack of beer with him, just like hiking. <laughs> what do you carry? <laughs> it's like open, and he just okay. like offers it to people. <laughs> all the beers are already open too. Listen, I can't start making my way back home until the beers are finished. Just please help me with this. <laughs> I'm the beer. Guy. Which is is really silly. And like he plays like this really like straight, like serious character. But like that's the funny thing. Later on you figure out he's actually a sort of playing a character because he's like a an actor. And he was cast as like a drifter in so a like acting. indie. So he- yeah. In an indie movie, yeah, he's method acting. He's like trying to get into character for this drifter. Drifters <laughs> just carry twelve packs and hand them away. I guess so. That's how he gets rides for people. He just like offers beer. Yeah. I think That's he has a, a sign way, at one point. I think he has a sign at one point, like uh, free beer for a ride or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not a bad way to get a ride. It's not terrible. But, like, okay, so, like, you'd think it would be, like, your normal slasher sort of film, but it's kind of goes more into, like, the sci-fi territory, like, hmm. the science fiction territory, and they're, like, in, like, weird time loop thing. I don't know. It's weird. Cabin in the but Woods it... makes the blooper. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of like this one more than uh, The Retreat. I feel yeah, like it did sound one... like you liked that one much. Yeah. <laughs> I... I like parts of it, right, <laughs> but it was yeah. like actually really bad. And I think the bad CG, like, uh, wasn't good. But this one was a little uh, better. Okay. <laughs> Evan in chat is saying, "Any psychological horror films you like?" Quite um, a few. I love psychological horror movies. Yeah. For me, it's uh, Jacob's Ladder. That's just kind of the default. Get out. Jacob's Ladder <laughs> is great. Get out is definitely not psychological. Yeah. Well, it's psychological. It's psychological. I don't think it's horror. I think it is sort of psychological, but horror and like, and also horror like in a real way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not horror in like a horror, a horror way. It's horror in like fucking racism. Am I right? Yeah, yeah racism. It's real. It's alive <laughs> and well, and it's fucking horrible. <laughs> I don't know if I've... Oh, the thing's psychological horror, right? The thing? I wouldn't call it psychological. No, kind of. I think. Well, it has, I like, think really... it sort of is in a way. It is, but it's more body horror of, than it is psychological, yeah, though. Yeah, body uh, horror mixed with like psychological horror. If that counts, then it wins my vote by default. <laughs> uh, I would oh, say Midsommar is more psychological horror. I don't know if I can like give an accurate thing for that, Goodness. though. It's true. Uh, the, Lodge. Um, the Lodge. Yeah, I'm Lodge. literally waiting because you said you wanted to watch it on the podcast at some point in time, so I'm. that's why I'm waiting to watch it, Midsommar. Yeah. Um, also, The yeah. Lodge. Which again, a very recent horror movie that me and Sam watched. Uh, psychological horror all the way, super fucking dark, really great. If you, uh, Evan, <laughs> if you want a really, really fucked up horror movie about two kids and a a weird ex cultist, <laughs> if you're looking for that specific <laughs> genre, yeah. um, The Lodge <laughs> is really good. And it's very psychological horror, and it's oh my god, it's yeah, it's up. very. You're not gonna feel good after you watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> cool, cool. Um, I, I did remember one last thing. Yeah. Um, I started watching an anime called Tower of God. Tower of God. Yeah, it's based off a Korean webcomic. Okay. Um, the premise is the title. There's the Tower <laughs> of God. It 
it's basically the idea is if you get to the top of the tower, you get your wish. So, you know, Tower God stuff. Sure. Um, it's interesting because it's kind of like those where like each level is like a different challenge as sure. you go up and you kind of team up and stuff. That kind of jazz. Um, I like a lot of the characters. There's a lot of interesting stuff. I don't like the main character. He's very boring. <laughs> um, is it is it anime? It's an anime. Yeah. Okay, that's that is par for the course on anime in my opinion. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, it, I hate that it does so many anime do this though, because every other side character is way more interesting, and I just wish they were more the main character. Yeah, but um, he's I not like bad. In, he just... Go ahead, Sam. I feel like in the, those sort of shows, like in a lot of like RPGs or JRPGs or whatever, they make the main character like really bland and like a blank slate so like you could put yourself in the shoes of that character maybe and sort of make it i think sure. maybe the character has like a very specific backstory though which makes it kind of harder to do that with i don't know it's weird so it's just I th- he'll probably get better as it goes on <laughs> i imagine that's also a normal anime thing yeah uh I'm, I'm enjoying it a bit right now it's not like blowing my mind or anything but I didn't really expect it to. I was, I was just told it's a pretty good anime. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been doing like five seasons. There's It has a lot of cool things. I think my favorite challenge it did so far is there's just a room with like eight doors and a timer ticking down from five minutes. Hmm. Uh, so, like, you get into the room and you're like, oh, man, what happens? And the characters before that realized every person who beat that room solved it within five within like the five minutes so do those eight minutes last like eight episodes no <laughs> like honestly some episodes have two uh challenges an episode huh. <laughs> it's a good pace so far um huh. i like that one though like so like one of the characters is like very like mythol mythological that stuff and they have the abrasive character um the solution to that room is just you have to open a door within five minutes Oh. And the reason people fail is because they're overthinking it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Do they so just, do they just not like the try the doorknob first? <laughs> well, it's just like because they because they don't. If you lose, you die. I think basically, you know, generic enemy. Sure. Either that, or yeah. you have to restart. Both very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Th- weirdly enough, I think there's a horror movie you might enjoy on some level called Cube. Cube is great. Yeah. Is that the one with the horror? No, that's Cell. The horse? Yeah. That's Cell, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, cube I think you might enjoy because it's every room is like a puzzle box thing. Mm-hmm. Is that one? So it is very uh, cheesy no. 80s, so if you're not into that. But... 90s. Yeah. Cheesy 90s. Sorry, 90s. Yeah. It's a low-budget Canadian horror film, yeah. Cube, but it's done really well, but that one is a lot more psychological and like deals a lot with mm-hmm. character development yeah. and yeah. But also still slasher. Yeah. yeah. I might... um. I do I do quite enjoy kind of like puzzle box style stuff like that goes in the games a lot too. like puzzle games are kind of my. But what if you were in the puzzle box? Yeah, that could be interesting. What if you were the puzzle box? Probably less interesting. Mm. What if you had the puzzle boxes? (laughs) (laughs) What if you threw shoes into the room to make sure they were safe? Was the friends we made? (laughs) 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 But uh, yeah, I'm like four-ish episodes i only started watching it because i just couldn't fall asleep at two in the morning once as you do yeah so i was just like i'll just watch this until i can't stay awake anymore (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, it's good. I the my basically all my issues with the show are the main character because okay. he also has his generic overpowered main character too. Where it's like there's a thing where this guy just pushes like a giant energy wave to push everyone back in the challenge. They have to get through it. Uh, it just didn't affect him. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's like kind of explained why, but it's, it's really it boils down to he's overpowered. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah. And then his his like reason for wanting to go to the top is he had a friend who was like the only person who showed him kindness and generic backstory <laughs> that went in because she wanted to see the stars. So he goes in there and that's his only goal. Oh, just see stars. Well, no, he wants to find her. Oh, oh, his she goal. wants to see the star. Okay, like the reason she wants to see the stars is you can't see the stars from okay, like at all like they're basically a myth okay so like basically every other character but him is interesting is what it <laughs> boils down yeah to. okay and then i left off they're doing like a king of the hill type challenge right now okay so i'm interested yeah i'm intrigued when you, you said know king of it... the hill when you said king of the hill i my mind immediately went to the show king of the hill i know I like, yeah I, I do that a lot too yeah it's just like <laughs> they just bring out hank hill your goal is to not buy propane from him <laughs> <laughs> i've never even seen that show <laughs> i don't know I like why it, I um, it has some funny like there's a lot of dumb stuff that happens in king of the hill but there is some funny stuff that happens yeah it's very like it's very funny if you know someone like the characters, but if you don't, it's not a very funny show. Got it. That's how I would describe it. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, Tower of God. Uh, maybe I'll eventually finish it and I'll let you know. I guess <laughs> it's the right. first anime I watched in like months, honestly. Nice. Um, well, let's wrap this up here real quick. Yeah. Um, what did we talk about tonight? Talked about Watchmen. We talked about. Mayan, we talked about Mortal Engine, Attack on Titan, Garage Dash, The Bad Dream. You're just reading the description. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greece. Oh, yeah, Greece. Uh, Binding of Isaac. <laughs> we just had we had a long talk about just video games as an art form. Yeah. Yeah. Uh walking simulators. Uh Tower of God. I just talked about uh the Batman. Yeah, Bat our uh, Bat in the Sun. Bat in the YouTube Sun YouTube channel. Omega Mart. Auntie Donna. Omega Mart. Auntie Donna. That what was that movie called, Sam, that you watched? Lake Artifact. Lake Artifact. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. There might be random uh, our favorite psych horrors. So our favorite psychological yeah. horrors, yeah. We didn't um, go very far in that, but which no, no. I can't remember if you said you wanted to watch Jacob's Ladder, but I've that's, seen it. No, well the, for, for the, the podcast. Yeah, podcast. Oh, right. That's <laughs> the thing we do. Yeah. <laughs> I probably won't be there. Because it's one of those like it's on HBO. Like, and uh, that is definitely something I've wanted to watch for a long time. Sam has you a know, very I used to have a Blu-ray copy. I used to. I don't know where the fuck it went though. It Sam got lost along nice some copy. sort of move. I don't know. It's been a forever. Anyway. It was in the old couch. <laughs> Strange enough, speaking of which, I have a really nice Blu-ray copy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> huh, weird. <laughs> weird indeed. Um, e, Yo. if anybody wants to get a hold of us, how can they do that? Uh, we got a link tree that has 
links to all of the stuff you can find us on. It is and all of the trees. All the trees we planted (laughs) in the last year. It is that's probably accurate. It is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E E slash L O I P. Yeah. We have an email the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Send us your favorite walking sim. Sure, actually, yeah. Um, and also, you can always follow us here on Podbean, of course. Yeah. Um, you can listen to us live show every week. Saturday, every Saturday night with our recorded episodes going up every Thursday, of course. Wow. Um, Sam, thank you for joining. E, thank you for joining. Robbie, yep. thank you for joining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Robbie, take us out of here. So, if you can, have the ability... Do what you can to go get vaccinated, you know, make an appointment, do all that fun stuff. Get the jab. It, yeah. It's complicated, but well worth it. Uh, do what you can to, you know, social distance, stay six feet apart, wear a mask, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. But if not, do what you can to stay home, stay alone, stay alive. And whether it's the first time you've been with us or you've been with us since the very beginning, thanks for listening. We do truly appreciate it. We appreciate everybody here in the chat who joined us, asked us mm-hmm. questions, talked with us. Always a lot of fun, honestly. Yep. Hope you all have a great week. We will talk to you again later. Bye. 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 Bye.